welcome to your thought life podcast i am your host michael anderson if you're realizing value from the podcast i hope you will subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and if you're on a platform that supports it do leave us a rating and a review and thank you so much for supporting the show the secret to enjoying life is our topic for today i want you to know something that i'm certain you didn't know prior to me making this introduction and it is that i used to be a hater i know it's hard to believe i get it i promise i get it but it's a fact i was once a full-blown 110 percent hater the next logical question would be but mike what did you hate on i hated on people that had a positive disposition. I hated on people that were perpetually happy all of the time for what seemed like no good reason. Before I acquired a vocabulary that would allow me to express myself without explicits, I would always in my head say to myself, what the muck are they so flipping happy about? Goodness gracious, they get on my nerves, that crap. Therein lies the hate. I remember numerous times in my stepmother, she was just like the queen of finding something good in a situation that was going on, no matter how bad it was. And I remember all of us boys getting together. It's like, oh, man, here she goes. Here she goes. She's getting ready to be on one again. Just watch. Bam. There it was. She found the good. (laughs) It's so sad. But that was the world that I had become accustomed to. That was the world that I had become conditioned to be a part of. And that world was negativity. That world was unfulfillment. That world was, I don't really know who I am. That world was, life is not a box of chocolates. We feel this way because our emotional state is characterized by our feelings. If we have feelings of joy, contentment, and fulfillment, which in my example I did not have, I'm going to feel jacked up all the time. I'm going to feel victimized all the time when you feel negative but if you're like my mom and like those other people I was hating on where they did have joy they did have fulfillment they did have commitment they were living their best lives and I didn't even know if you're not enjoying your life and if you don't know the secrets to enjoying life you'll find yourself in a situation where you are acting out in the same way I did hating on those people for no good reason We want good breaks to just automatically happen to us. And we think that if we learn the rudiments of the law of attraction and we just start saying what the people on YouTube are saying, that good things are just going to flow to us automatically, right? That's not the way it works. It's not the way it works. There's internal locus of control where you take responsibility for the outcomes that you want to experience and then there's an external locus of control and that's the one I just mentioned that doesn't work today 
what we're going to do is we're going to take an internal locus of control. We're going to make a commitment to do five simple steps. Yes, simply five simple steps so that we can begin to unpack the secrets to enjoying life. Here's number one, your morning routine. Your morning routine is a vital part of setting the tone and the tempo for your day. I've been doing this now for several years. It's to a point now where if I don't get to do it for some extraordinary reason, it's like my day is really different than the days that I'm able to do it. The days I'm able to do it, I'm in command of that entire day. My mood is on point. My anxiety is low. My productivity is high. And I've got a focus that I've defined early that morning. So irrespective of what enters into my sphere of influence and into my journey, I'm able to quickly recover and bounce back because I can refer back to what I said that morning. This is the type of day I'm going to have. So when I don't get to start like that, now I've just got to kind of go on muscle memory. And I'm conditioned to do that because of the number of years I've been practicing it. But if you're new to this, you need some time in the discipline. Get up as early as you can. Get yourself a quiet spot in the house. If you practice prayer, get your prayer in. If you practice spiritual food, get your spiritual food in. And then think through and visualize what you want your day to be like. If you can slide a period of 10 minutes or so to just meditate, close your eyes and think through with a tremendous amount of clarity what you want your day to be like, the things that you want to achieve, see yourself achieving those goals, talking to those people, leading those meetings and creating the outcomes that you want. What you will find over time after you've practiced this, this become a part of you. You're going to find that you're going to be a happier person. You're going to find that you're able to fire on all cylinders. You're able to get the results from the day that you desire. If you want to enjoy your life, adopt a morning routine. That was secret number one. Secret number two, develop a gratitude attitude. Now, this one's clearly in the mindset space. It's incredibly hard to be negative or ungrateful when you have a morning routine that includes gratitude. Gratitude is one of the strongest pick-you-ups, pick-me-ups that exists. It can clearly and very easily take you out of a very, very low vibration and escalate you well into the upper echelons of the high level vibrations where you're talking about doing life from a position of love, joy, and peace. Gratitude involves showing appreciation for all of the things that you have in your life, irrespective of how meaningful it is, or may not be if you're not giving it the proper amount of attention or the value that you've assigned to it. 
there's so much for us to be thankful for. I try to look at it as if life is just a big conglomeration of blessings and I'm moving from blessing to blessing to blessing. If you've been on the channel for any amount of time, you know that I practice moving through life from a position of love, joy, and peace. And those are the highest level of vibrations that you can associate yourself with. And they put you in a place where you're open to all the things that are being presented to you right now from a position of glass half full rather than glass half empty. There's no aspect of life that's too small for us to be thankful for it. I want you to focus on gratitude. It'll put you in a place where you can see everything from a different lens, from the lens of gratitude and thankfulness. And when you have gratitude and thankfulness, as I opened up in this particular area, it's incredibly hard for you to be down and out, for you to be sad and mad, or for you to be in a negative mental mindset. Gratitude has been shown in significant studies to help people be more positive, to have more emotional expression, to have a larger degree of good experience. It improves their overall health and well-being, helps them to deal with adversity. It's a bond that they're able to leverage to create strong relationships. I'd like for you to develop the habit of practicing gratitude every day. If you find that right now you have a negative mental mindset, not one time, but do it three times a day as part of your new morning routine that you're going to adopt midday and then before you go to bed. Okay. The third secret to enjoying your life is to find out what makes you you. I speak with so many people in the process of doing so, they open up and allow me to sort of probe some of the areas of their lives. I feel very blessed and very fortunate to be in this position. More often than not, family, what I notice is that they don't have adequate quality time for themselves. In quality time, you have an opportunity to do self-discovery and introspection. Both of these are instrumental to teach you what you need to know about you to be happy. Having an understanding of what makes you you will help you uncover the core competencies of your personality. So why is that important? It's important because Personality refers to the enduring characteristics and the behaviors that make you, you. Said just a little bit differently, self-discovery and introspection will help you to understand things about your personality, such as your major traits, your interests, what drives you, your values, any self-concepts that you hold near and dear to you, your capabilities, and your emotional patterns, plus your triggers. Knowing what makes you tick will help you achieve your goals. 
That's what we're after on this channel. The accomplishments of our goals, our aspirations and our dreams. And we see how this nicely fits this idea of knowing us fits into a positive disposition, especially if we're going to combine it with the morning routine and gratitude. There's a tremendous amount of benefit that we're able to harvest from these first three secrets. Secret number four is to plan for change. When I was a young boy, Burger King said, have it your way. And I just felt like that was a fantastic slogan. But then when I became an adult, I found quickly that that slogan had absolutely no realism in the real world. I don't want us to feel like the universe has any sort of alliance or allegiance to Burger King because it doesn't. When the universe speaks into your life after you've planned out something very meticulously and carefully and you find that all of that work doesn't really matter because the universe is saying it's taking you in a different direction. Let's just stop all of the resistance. Let's stop all the fighting and let's stop all of that mental and emotional energy that we're just wasting, getting upset, getting in our feelings, getting in our way. Navigating the ebbs and flows of life means not fighting life. And when we stop fighting life, we can flow with life and we can ebb and flow with the situations and the circumstances that we're being presented with. The best thing that you can do to plan for change is to anticipate it. Anticipation says if something should happen today that was not a part of the events that I visualized this morning and it is taking up significant time in space rather than fighting you're going to embrace it by embracing it you're going to reserve all of your mental energy to think logically unemotionally about what it is that you have to do to complete this specific issue that's in front of you without wasting valuable energy attempting to fight situations that you can't win. While you're at it, deny yourself of any mental chatter that has anything to do with shoulda, woulda, or could've when the circumstance enters into your path unexpectedly. We have nothing to do with shoulda, woulda, could've because all three of those guys reside in the past. We're not gonna fight life we're going to flow with it. Don't resist and create more friction. I want you to circle back to gratitude, get yourself settled, and then use the minimal amount of energy that is required for you to think through whatever it is that enters your past and then immediately go back to enjoying your day. That's how we're going to do that. We're going to finish up with secret number five keeping a sustainable schedule. I'm going to tell you something. I hope I don't get in trouble for this, 
But one of the most liberating things that I think I've done over the past five years is start telling people no. And sometimes, family, when I say no, I don't think so. It feels incredibly good. It just feels like, oh, I just released so much pressure off my shoulders and my neck. No. Of course, I'm being dramatic, but there is a time and a place for this. We have to become comfortable with saying no and not over committing. We need time for us. So many people are overbooked with good things. But because it's in such abundance, those good things have lost their appeal. And it's essentially because the people don't have, we don't have the energy to sustain all of this activity. There's too much for us going on, especially if we have young children in the home. I remember back when the girls were little. Oh, my gosh. They were going here and there and need to be dropped off here, picked up there and then. All of a sudden, there's a, another young child who is in good relationship with one of the girls. And now we need to do some things for her as well. And then while all of that's going on, there's other tasks at the house that are just waiting on us. There's a tremendous amount of balancing that needs to take place <laughs> between the children's activities and the family life, right? Or the family construct. If we're doing too many things in our committees and doing too many things with some of the groups that we meet with. And if we're not divvying those things up in a way that makes sense, all the volunteering opportunities and all of the extracurricular activities will kind of start to cave in on us and break us down and get us in a place where we're just exhausted. And that brings on a whole bunch of low-level vibrations that we just don't need to have anything to do with. Think about this also from a work perspective. We always talk about in corporate work-life balance. That's a real thing, family, that we got to go after and that we got to enact all the time. We have to be conscious of it. With my teams, I am uber conscious of it. I take specific actions to make sure that their work-life balance is proper because I feel like if I do that for them, then when I need a favor, they'll remember that and they'll go to work for me. There's only 24 hours in a day. And with the amount of sleep that we are required to have to decompress, to recharge, to complete all of these cycles that occur during the sleep period, we got to get proper rest as well. So there's going to be some good things that we desire to do that either we're going to have to get up earlier and do those. We're going to have to make specific time for us, our time, QT time to do those things. Or we're simply going to have to say no to some of them. And some of them are going to be good things. They're going to be admirable works. But you've got to become okay with that because you can't run yourself in the ground. You have to keep a sustainable schedule. And I want to remind you that this was the fifth secret to enjoying life. I don't want you to be a hater like I was. And I want you to really embrace the secrets of enjoying life. And here they are as a recap. Morning routine. 
develop a gratitude attitude. Find out what makes you you. Plan for change or changes and keep a sustainable schedule. Now, the actionable step is this. At the beginning of the podcast, we said that we would do this. We would incorporate these five principles. Thank you for making that commitment. The actionable steps are anything we do on this channel, we need a plan. So at some point in the very near future, we're going to make it a date certain. We're going to write it in our journal. We're going to write it on our calendar, our planner, whatever it is we use in Outlook. We're going to say on this day, we're going to adopt all five of these secrets and we're going to begin to put them into place on that particular date. There's no if, ands, or buts. There's no turning back. Pick a day. And on that day, you become a new person, a new person who has a mindset and an outlook along with these five principles that's going to allow you to begin enjoying your life like you never have before. And that's going to conclude this episode. Thank you for your time and attention. I do ask that you share this episode with your family and friends tag me on ig at your thought life y-o-r thought life no spaces feel free to leave a comment i read every single one of your comments i want to remind you that you are enough you can do it you are uniquely equipped to realize your goals until next time take care and be safe